hello, 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 and welcome to Sex Talk with Tasty. I am your lovely host, Tasty, here to give you listening and viewing pleasure as we discuss that lovely thing called sex. Yes, here at Sex Talk with Tasty, we are all sex all day whenever you're ready to play. And today, we're going to talk about sex addiction. Yes, and we have a lovely, lovely fan letter. Please allow me to read that one for you. It's very short and sweet, and you know we like that. We're going to get to the point here at Sex Talk with Tasted. Hey, Tasted. Love the show. Keep talking about that real ish. (laughs) I have a show idea. How about sex addiction? I know it's a real thing and I'm trying to figure out if my boo is one or is he just a man with a high sex drive? Please help. And yes, here at the Sex Talk with Tasted show, we're definitely going to try to help you out with that. And thank you so much for your letter. I appreciate it so much. Now, what is sex addiction? It is the intense focus on sexual fantasy, urges, or activities that can't be controlled and that cause distress or harm to your health, your relationships, your career, or other aspects of your life okay so we're not just talking about someone who loves to have sex all the time we're talking about someone who cannot function because of their need for that sexual satisfaction so it definitely is very very different and we're certainly going to deep uh, dive in a little bit deeper into what that really entails okay uh hypersexuality compulsive sexual behavior and problematic sexual behavior are some of the clinical terms that you may hear when you're dealing with this type of a Addiction. And yes, similar to other addictions, sex addictions, it's much like uh, drug or alcohol, they have very overwhelming cravings as well as, you know, withdrawal effects. You know, they have physical effects uh, to their body, uh, their behavior and mannerism because they haven't had it. So it truly is a real addiction. Although there is a lot of debate in the psychiatry world, you know, whether or not it's an actual disorder. However, I will say that a lot of people are diagnosed with this addiction, okay? Now, there are definitely uh, things that you can do to treat this addiction, and we'll get into that as well a little bit later. Now, let's go into what a sex addict really looks like. Now, people venture to say that there are six types of sex addiction, okay? You may fall under more than one of these categories. However, these are basically you know, kind of like a little blueprint of what types of sexual addicts there are. Now, you do have the biological sex addicts. These are people who excessively masturbate. Uh, They're into a lot of porn viewing. Uh, However, you know, they find very you know, very much challenging to have a uh, kind of relationship type of sex and be in a relationship type of situation uh, because it's just like that constant, uh, you know, need uh, for self-pleasure mostly, okay? Uh, Now that you also do have the psychological sex addicts, okay? Uh, That is someone who suffers from some form of past abuse or neglect. And they're trying to remedy the pain of that trauma by sexually acting out, okay? We also have spiritual 
sex addicts. Uh, I do know that people are like, what? You know, most people who are spiritual are trying to wait. You know, they believe that they're not supposed to have sex before marriage and things of that nature. But people who are spiritually sex addicts, they are looking for spiritual connections through the sex, okay? They believe that there's no greater bond than that sexual bond. So therefore, in order to be connected on this spiritual level, we have to have this sex always, you know, it is the basis of getting to that enlightenment. So, uh, that is a thing. Okay. Uh, we also do have trauma based sex addicts. Now, definitely these are people who have had past sexual trauma experiences, usually as a kid or adolescence. Okay. We also have intimacy anorexia sexual addicts. That's a lot. Let's say that again. Intimacy anorexia sexual addicts okay the mere presence of anorexia means that there's something that's being withheld right it's something that you know we don't want to stomach down you feel me so this type of person is going to withhold love praise or admiration for their partner they're going to uh try to control any situation by silence or maybe even anger. Uh, they're withhold sex from you and you're saying, how are you a sex addict? You know, you're withholding sex, but this is all part of the intrigue in the game. Uh, okay. Of this type of sex addict. Okay. Uh, they, they, uh, definitely blame their partner for everything. They're unable to share their feelings. Uh, this person may feel more like your roommate, than your love mate, you know? So, uh, you know, uh, uh, intimacy anorexic will definitely make you feel like, Hey, you know, you're here, you're here, you're not, you're not, you know, whatever, whatever. But they do, you know, desire you sexually. You just may not know it. Uh, all, and the last one we do have is like mood disorder, sexual addiction. Okay. Now this is somebody who maybe suffers from depression and, you know, if you know anything about depression or any type of mental illnesses where you have these chemical imbalances, this person will rely on sex to try to kind of balance their chemicals out. Okay. They're feeling very, very low. They'll have sex be so that they'll get this big emotional high so that they can just be normal. So yes, it definitely is, you know, different types of sexual addiction. Now, what do these symptoms look like? They definitely can vary. Okay. Now, all of the symptoms that I'm going to list to you guys, it may not apply to your person, but they may very well still have a sex addiction. Okay. Just keep in mind, and you know, I do love statistics here at Sex Talk with Tasty. Just keep in mind, like three to 10% of the U.S. population are affected by hypersexuality or are actually sex addicts. Okay. Uh, it's definitely more common in men than women, but it definitely exists in women as well. And for every two to five men, one woman is hypersexual. If that makes any sense to you, if you do need a little bit of stats on that. Okay. Now some symptoms could be a pure obsession with sex. Okay. This person is obsessed. They want to look at sex. They want to do sex. They want to be a witness to sex. They want to masturbate constantly. They want to do everything. Okay. The second symptom is masturbating very often. If you, if this person is a type of person who's masturbating one to multiple times a day, yeah, maybe mm, they may have, you know, a sex addiction. Um, 
Also, someone who's frequently viewing porn. I mean, this person has to view porn when they with their person, when they without their person, when they at the job, when they uh, just scrolling through their phone. This is what you're going to see on their phone. A lot of porn. They're they're addicted to it. They're going to continue to watch it every day, all the time. Okay, so uh, maybe the person spends an excessive amount of time planning sexual activities. Okay, I, I want to, you know, be able to, you know, do this, 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 and that. I got to map it out because it has to be perfect. It has to be right. It has to be just like this. And that's where the fantasy of sometimes a sex addict comes in because they do have particular fantasies that they like to reenact over and over and over again. Okay. So this person is a stickler on what's going to go down. Okay. Uh, they may also frequently use sex services. Okay. Now this could be phone sex. You know, they have a lot of sexting type, uh, you know, uh, type of sites. Uh, they may frequent the strip club a little too much. Uh, they may even be using uh, or soliciting the help of a sex worker. Okay. Um, they may just have multiple partners or frequently have one night stands all the time. Okay. So this person is definitely, you know, going to get it by any means necessary. Now your behavior starts to evolve into a reckless type of sexual behavior. This is also a sign, a symptom of having a sex addiction. Maybe you're now using the involvement of drugs uh, and maybe, or maybe you're doing something very risque like we discussed in our um, episode about extreme sex. Maybe you now you're into, you know, auto erotic asphyxiation, you know, Hey, you, you trying to almost pass out, you know, whatever that may be because you have this addiction and you need something that extreme to kind of pull you back into reality. Okay. Now they also may be engaging in sexual behavior that violates their values, religious beliefs, or the social appro uh, appropriateness. Okay. If, if, if that's really a word, I don't know. Um, you know, hey, I, I really don't believe this because, it, you know, I'm a devout Muslim and I don't believe in doing this or I don't believe this because in my culture, they don't do that. But this person is like, I know I'm not supposed to do this. I really could care less because I'm going to do it, you know, so. When things start to conflict with you internally and stuff like that, you know, you start to think that is wrong. You know, you, you're ashamed or you're feeling guilt about doing it. It's not necessarily that you have a sex addiction. Maybe that you're just into we some weird stuff sometimes. It becomes an addiction when it's interfering with the regular stuff that you're supposed to have going on. If you can't go to work because you just have to have sex, you're missing that bag. That's going to affect your life. So at the point where it is, you know, problematic, then you may want to consider whether or not you have a sexual addiction as opposed to just having a very high libido, a very, very strong sexual urge or desire. Now, it definitely is a, a very much difference. I know all of us is like, hey, we all like sex. And if it's good, we want it all the time. But it's a difference between saying that and, and, and maybe you do mean it, but you're not going to let that stop you from getting his bag. Like, I mean, I love sex like the next person, but hey, you're holding a million in this hand and you're holding you know, some sex that's great. And another, am I really going to choose the sex? A sex addict is going to say absolutely yes. 
Forget about that money. <laughs> I might get another offer, but I need this sex now. So it truly, you know, it really is a difference. Okay. Now, what are some negatives for being a sex addict? Now, we got to assume that lack of a normal relationship has to be the number one thing. I mean, unless you are involved with another addict and even in that situation, it may not work out because what your fantasy is may not be or match what the other person's fantasy is. You may be having, like we talked about the different types of addicts. There may be, you know, maybe she's looking for more spiritual and you're looking more of, you know, he's an intimacy anorexic. We don't know. So I can say that I don't think that any therapist alive would recommend finding another sex addict to kind of match or fly. But that's one of the side effects that you may encounter. Okay. You may not have a sense of normalcy in any relationship that you do have. Uh, it may cause you to have bad work performance as we definitely did discuss earlier. If you can't even think straight because all is on your mind is having sex, seeing sex, whatever it is that's, you know, your kink or your thrill is, how can you function on your job properly? You really can't. Okay, they're asking you how to build the bridge and you worried about how to get down this, you know, <clears throat> you got going on in your pants. So, yes, it definitely can affect your work performance. Uh, it, and because of that, you may have money problems. Okay, and not only from the work performance being so low, but also maybe now you're paying for sex. Maybe you're going to the strip club every night of the week. Maybe you're making sure that after you leave the strip club, you got a little thing on your arm and you're ready to pay whatever womp womp to get whatever you need done. That's costly. Okay? It's costly. Now, if you got it, you got it. They say it ain't tricking if you got it. But if you don't, where does that leave you? You know, without money. Okay. Health-wise, we all know, okay, you're having sex all the time. It's pregnancy issues. It can happen. Somebody can get pregnant. STIs, of course. That's why they're called STIs, okay? And unfortunately, if you're willing to have sex at the drop of a hat, everywhere, anywhere, whatever, whatever, you are bound to have an STI or perhaps, you know, whatever. You might get the gift that never stopped giving, okay? So... You got to, you know, be where now, not to say that there are not some responsible sex addicts, but sometimes even the most responsible person throws responsibility out the door. Okay. Because I could be safety girl 101. If I'm a sex addict and I need to have it right now and I don't have a condom right now, like, am I not going to get it? Like I really just lost my job because I was going to get it. So yeah. STIs is one thing that could happen as well. There's also potential jail or prison for a possible sexual offense, okay? You may be someone who is going to, you know, flash someone or, you know, you are in public and just start masturbating because you can't control your urges. So there is a potential for, you know, some type of criminal offense to occur, you know, when you're a sex addict. Um, Also... It may cause you to develop another addiction to drugs or alcohol because maybe you're using a little bit more drugs and alcohol to 
actually fuel your sexual drive or fuel these hot sweaty nights with random people you're having so that may cause another dependency also you can develop mental issues stress anxiety depression and even in some cases suicide because some people urges are so strong and they do not want to continue to do the things that they have been doing maybe they feel like it's been damaging to their their person to their uh you know to their self maybe it has caused them to fall in such a shame or hopelessness type of feeling that they are now contemplating taking their life to end that feeling from happening now what i will say is there are several treatments that you can take if you do have this addiction and as a matter of fact if you do like google it if you do want to they do have a, like questionnaires and things that you can take to try to kind of figure out if you do in fact have an addiction uh, but there are treatments that can be done for one thing they do have medications uh, that can be taken that kind of curb your sexual appetite okay and and some of those things do include antidepressants, anti-androgens, uh, which are for usually for men. Well, not usually, but they are for men. It kind of like, you know, enables you to have that urge to have sex, if that makes any sense. Uh, they do have naltrexone. Uh, they give mood st uh, stabilizers sometimes. Sometimes anti-anxiety medication is prescribed. Or they do have other antipsychotic, you know, medications that you can be prescribed depending on what kind of sexual addiction you have and what is driving that addiction. Okay. Of course, they do also have psychotherapy, which uh, would probably be the way to getting this medication. I probably should have mentioned that first, right? <laughs> yes. But psychotherapy, where they can go ahead and discover what's triggering your addiction, what's the root cause of that. You definitely can work with someone to find that out. They also do have self-help groups. You know, they do have a sexual addiction anonymous and things of that nature they do also um, have like groups that you know uh, talk about specific you know type of addictions and then there are ones that are actually concentrated on uh, just you know the overall addiction of sex so you definitely do have options if you do feel like you do have a sexual addiction so that you can get the help that you need because at the point where it is taking over your whole life Although we love sex here on Sex Talk with Taste It, we want you to have a good time, but we want you to be able to be functional as well, okay? We got to function first and then have sex and that great fun after, okay? Now, I'm definitely not going to hold you guys any longer. I certainly hope that I answer any questions that the young lady did have in the letter. If you too do have any questions, cares, wants, concerns, show ideas, whatever, please feel free to go ahead and write in at sextalkwithtasted at gmail.com. As you can see, I do read those letters. And if you do want yours read aloud, please go ahead and indicate it in the actual email, okay? Also, for all of your intimate needs and desires, wants and cares, I do have that covered for you on sextalkwithtasted.com. Yes, you can go there and buy a nice little lingerie, a nice little toys, whatever your pleasure. And we have some great other things that are non-sexual as well, so don't don't be too scared to go up there okay have fun uh now guys as always i wish you the greatest night ever do something that i would do tonight and remember to come hard